after all these years, to be going back to where it all started. Back to the Matrix. My name is Phoenix Cloudin, and I am joined by our two co-hosts. Uh, welcome back, Brandon. Brandon, how the hell are you, buddy? And I am good, Phoenix. It is good to be kicking off the first film review on Film Code of the Year. Um, this review date of right now, recording date, is January 8th, 2022. We took a couple-week break for the holidays, let everybody just uh, get their family time in and stuff, enjoy time with life. So it is good to be back on. It's good to be back on the grind of just reviewing movies. Absolutely. And also joining us this morning, Mr. Zach Sneath. Zach, how are you, sir? I'm doing pretty good, man. Uh, I was in NYC for a while. Uh, that was pretty awesome. So I uh, love that. It was really cool to be there. Um, went to Empire State, saw that they uh, actually have a whole thing dedicated to the fact that they shoot a ton of movies there so they're really proud of that so it's cool to see all the films up there um you know that have included the empire state in their movies that was super cool so happy to be back I'm just waking up here is this a dream or was my dream a dream or are they both <laughs> dreams? who knows we're about to find out though <laughs> all right so uh yes we are back after a long hiatus and we return to film code. I mean, it's probably the most appropriate film uh, for our show to talk about. Uh, we are diving back into the Matrix. Uh, Matrix Resurrections recently uh, dropped in theaters and on HBO Max. It is the return of the Matrix series after 20 maybe 30 I'm, it's been a minute <laughs> i think 18 years yeah about 18 years uh keanu reeves and carrie ann moss return uh to you know reboot their roles as neo and trinity uh, a couple other characters return but they have different faces <laughs> we'll get into that uh lana wachowski one of the original directors also returns to do this movie and uh yeah so we've all seen it <laughs> this is a very interesting film uh right off the top i just want to get everyone's non-spoiler thoughts on matrix resurrections uh brandon why don't you kick us off i wanted to love this film um i wanted to be impressed with this film i i say as an entire franchise i wanted to be impressed with it i don't get me wrong i love the first one the first one's a classic but if you want it like turning this into a franchise i feel like they missed their mark are there great moments in each film? Of course. But with, uh, when it comes to Matrix Resurrections, I, I don't know. I, I, didn't, I, I didn't vibe with it. I, I, I didn't feel it was for me, you know? Mm. There was just a lot of things that I had problems with the, the film. The starting, it was started off great until like maybe the 30, 40 minute mark. And then it just dropped off the rest of the movie. <laughs> 
So I, I, I'm excited to dive into spoilers about this because I, I want to explain what I mean by all this. So uh, somebody else take this from me. <laughs> Zach, what were your thoughts? Uh, you know, so I'm kind of torn a little. I don't necessarily agree with Brandon um, 100%. Um, it was not in any means one of my favorite movies. Um, there are things I also did not like about this that they – it, it just kind of seemed a little bit like a cash grab to me with this um, on certain aspects. I didn't like that. Um, there were some cool moments in it. There are some moments that I'm like, why would they do that? So <laughs> um, we're going to talk about that. Yeah, I, I, it's really hard to say too much without like actually talking about what, what I'm talking about. So. Um, but yeah. All right. Well, I will, for my non-spoiler thoughts, I will say this. You guys are crazy. This movie's awesome. <laughs> okay. I, I, I have the, I have the, it's bad. I didn't say it's bad. I just said there's things in there that I'm like, why would you do that? I, <laughs> I'm not saying it's a bad movie. I, I, I loved this movie. I don't know why, but I really just, I just loved it. Uh, it's, to me, this is the second best Matrix movie behind, obviously, the first one. Um, and it's just, I just, I, I dig it. Like, the, the, the style of the story, uh, the, the meta, <laughs> metaverse of it all. Uh, this was probably the easiest to understand Matrix movie, I think, uh, since the first one. Uh, it does not have the same level of action as that movie does, obviously. But it's got one fight scene in it that is really, like, really, really good. Um, and I just dug the story. I dug the the new characters. I like that sort of uh, switcheroo that they do with some of the main characters. It's This was just a blast to me, man. This was a blast and a half. And I've seen it twice now, and it confirmed it. It's, it's, it's a blast. I, I really dug this movie. I dug it to so, high heaven. So, Phoenix. Yeah. Before we get started here. <laughs> red pill or blue pill see it doesn't really matter choices <laughs> oh, yeah, right. yeah, choice. yeah it doesn't matter <laughs> choice screwed either way. <laughs> you're screwed either way so yeah choice is an illusion <laughs> all right so let's go ahead and break the seal let's talk spoilers uh zach why don't you kick us off uh your thoughts on matrix resurrections Okay, I want to talk about. I'll talk about. I'll start off by talking about uh, some positives about this movie. Um, so right before I watched it, I only watched the first one. Um, I guess that's really the only one you probably should know fairly well to understand it. You don't necessarily need to watch the other two. Um, I certainly didn't, um, and it was pretty understandable for me. So. Um, I might go back and rewatch them, but I was trying to cram it in for this review. So uh, that's why I only watched the first one. Um, so things I liked about this movie, um, it when you first start the movie, I really enjoyed it. Um, first of all, <laughs> I don't know why. Um, I never realized Keanu Reeves has always been Neo because <laughs> I always picture him as John Wick. And so uh, <laughs> the first movie, I didn't really, I, I mean, I'm not a huge Matrix fan, so forgive me. But 
like I, like I'm I'm a I like it now that I've seen it. But I'm saying before I watched it, I wasn't like super into it. So I, I just know it was a, it's a very famous and well-known film, and I didn't realize Keanu Reeves was Neo in that film because he does not look like me as Keanu Reeves. Anyways, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I get I get what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. So, but anyways, um, I like that it picked up where like it's like the story and it's kind of the same story and they're not they're not uh it's not happening the way it's supposed to happen you're like oh what's going on i i really like that so basically we start off with um trinity getting chased down and you have the new characters bunny and i forget the other guy's name now um and basically trinity gets caught and like what's going on why is this happening i thought it's cool and then morpheus is an agent and then they realize that they were there in the matrix like for a reason and that <laughs> neo freed them and stuff like i guess by accident right so and then they come together and then they go to find neo um i thought it was cool so my thing was is like i I know it's called Resurrection, and I know that uh, it was about him and Trinity getting, getting resurrected. And I'm assuming in the last movie, obviously, they died. They showed flashbacks of that. Um, but the overall storyline to me was kind of like, uh, <laughs> why, are we, why are we doing this? Like, it wasn't about, like, well, I, I guess you're going to make more from where, where we left off with but the whole story premise was about them saving neo and trinity i didn't like that they kind of nerfed neo without trinity um mm -hmm. i haven't seen the other two but like and I've, I've seen the first one and neo doesn't i mean yes like she believed in him and yes but it just kind of seemed cheesy the overall theme of like the power of love and <laughs> stuff like this um i hated agent smith they supposedly brought back Agent Smith. Agent Smith is this new hip, cool guy. <laughs> Fitted with the modern teens yeah, of society. Yeah. I picture him going to pick up his boba tea before walking into the office or something. Like Agent Smith is is kind of a wimp, to be honest. Yeah, oh. yeah. When you when you when you think of modern teens of society to fit in with people, you think of Jonathan Groff. Exactly. Because, <laughs> like, when I, like, <clears throat> the longest time I used to picture Jonathan Groff, okay, Mindhunter or Frozen, I now only picture him as uh, <laughs> King George from uh, Hamilton. From Hamilton. <laughs> but it, it's funny because, like, every time I saw him in this movie, I'm like, when are you going to sing, you'll be back? <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. <clears throat> it, it, Go just, ahead. it didn't work for me. It really didn't. I mean, the, I, the the one part the one cool part he had is when he said Mr. Anderson the first no when he Anderson. when he was talking about the uh, the city and how it doesn't look real because he his voice was like on point for sounding like the original Mr. Smith uh -huh. uh, but yeah I was pretty upset that they like made him <laughs> kind of a kind of a laughing stock of a character what. I'm sorry, like the and then the only other good lines he had was during the fight scene when he talks about good and evil, Smith and Anderson, 
like that was a cool that was a cool line um where he talks about how they're like kind of destined to like fight each other for the rest of their lives kind of thing like that's just that's their thing um yeah i hate that they made him like that uh and then i don't know it just it really seemed like this was really a reach for modernizing the matrix when it didn't really need to be modernized you know it didn't need to be made yeah that's what i'm saying and then (laughs) the whole point of bringing trinity like trinity back like that that's the whole story after they get neo is oh well now we have to bring trinity back it's yes. like that how else can you get the one but see <laughs> like that's what i'm saying though that's what i'm saying dude at the end he doesn't even fly i'm flying it's like are you kidding me dude i love how they teased it too like it's literally like they start teasing the music and he's like oh i can't do it what the hell? <laughs> I'm like, if I if I saw this, if I saw the original three in theaters, waited 18 years of my damn life to go see this, <laughs> just for him to be like, oh, I can't fly. I would have walked out of that theater. Oh, no. <laughs> and um, the, what was it? What, what did they refer to him as? The analyst? Yeah. Yeah, the analyst. What the heck was that, man? Like, it just like this dude with the blue glasses and so like <laughs> super hip, like could be a youth pastor by night kind of deal. Like, what was that? Why was he the villain? He wasn't like, I want to go to church with him. I don't want to see him like take over a freaking world. I mean, what the heck, man? Neil Patrick Harris was like, I love that he's getting more film work so i haven't seen him in a while but this was not the role for him disagree <laughs> this see i i'm gonna have to follow up with what southern zach said it's like they recast um hugo weaving as agent smith they also ke- recast uh lawrence fishburne with uh yaha abdul mantin as Ooh. morpheus like i get it the matrix anything can happen it's literally a computer code <laughs> You can change anything. Yeah. So it makes sense story-wise to recast. But but Lana Wachowski did not even contemplate giving them a call to bring him back. <laughs> Why? Why? If you're going to reboot a film <sighs> using the same characters, bring right. back the actors, at least make an attempt to. Uh, I... I did like where they were... See, uh... At first, I was excited. I was really excited when they started showing Neo, like, making him crazy and making it about Mm -hmm. that. Like, I really, really like that. And then as the more the story goes on, the more pointless the story seems. Like, (laughs) it just is like, like, it starts off, like, really good and, like, it's like, yeah, this is gonna okay. This is gonna be great. Like they're gonna destroy the matrix. I did. I did like some of the jokes they made in the beginning about how um, they they make it a video game. Yeah, and they're like, oh, I guess I guess we'll just keep making them. Like, oh yeah, dude. Like, I, I find it funny because they they. I like the fourth wall break there. I'll, like I'll mention things I like. Yeah, that fourth wall break that was funny because it's like. 
Oh yeah, the studio wants us to make a fourth one. Yeah, Warner Brothers. <laughs> Warner Brothers wants us to make a fourth one. It's brilliant. Oh man. I listen, yeah. listen. I I I just can't disagree with you guys more. Like, like, like I I love this story. Okay. Like, yes, does it? I, here's why I love it, right? Because for years, right? I was not a part of this, the, the, the matrix fanatics sort of, you know, cult that, that there is where it's like, you know, oh, this is what they should do with the matrix. Or the, you know what I'm saying? There was a lot of, there was a lot of people like that. And so I kind of love the fact that Warner brothers was going to do this movie with, with, with or without uh, the Wachowskis, which would have been a, which would have been a bad idea. So I love the fact that Lana Wachowski came back and said, not only, not only will I do this movie that I don't really feel like I should do, but if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it so my way, <laughs> like, like that I don't really care. And I love that. Like, I just love the brazen nature of, of this film that basically says, you know, saying, screw what you guys thought it was. Screw what you, you, you think it should be. This is my movie and I'm going to make it any way I want to. I just, I love that. And I love, love Neil Patrick Harris and Jonathan Groff in these roles. Love them because Neil Patrick Harris is one of the funniest people imaginable. And the fact that he's like the bad guy in this movie makes me laugh. Like Neil Patrick Harris looks like the most inoffensive person you could possibly find on a street corner. And the fact that he's the villain, that, it, that, that alone is, is comedy gold. And Jonathan Groff, like i mean you talk about range like yeah this is this is king george this is this is uh uh christoph like like but now he's badass agent smith and the, the fight scenes he has is incredible like he's weak agent dude, smith he he's weak. he's better agent smith i don't want to hear none of that better agent no better. he's the best no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm telling you, this dude what? kills it. it. He's the best. I I'm telling you, Hugo, Hugo Weaving is the only Agent Smith. You can't recast <laughs> Agent Smith like yes, that. Yes, you can. Jonathan Groff, mm -mm. baby. You get Jonathan oh. Groff, and it's perfect. <laughs> Mr. Anderson. <laughs> Mr. Anderson. <laughs> I Look, you're gonna be going back to the Matrix. <laughs> I love what you said about like, you know, it looks like the guy like grabbing his boba tea before it. Like that's <laughs> that is true, and I love it, and it and it fits the time period. Like it's been 18 years. But see, that's what I'm saying though. It, it shouldn't <laughs> have to fit the time period. That what makes the Matrix great in the first movie is what it was. They don't have to do all this flashy stuff. To make no, you you don't have to do it. That's that's the point. You don't have to do it, but the fact that you did, I mean, like, oh, one, one key detail. I really love the simulate. Simulate. <laughs> it's like what? Like don't the thing about that one is like, of course you realize you're in a matrix. Like what? What coffee shop is called simulate? Like anywhere. Yeah. That that's like that's uh, like. Oh, one other thing I didn't like. I like that the machine. Some of the machines are good. I don't yeah. Like that. What? I what? don't like that. Oh. No. I mean, <laughs> they're they're not supposed to be good. 
they're but, meant but, to but be they, evil. But they explain why. You know what I'm saying? They that, explain I, what happened in that 60 yeah, year but period. It's kind, of a, it's kind of a lame excuse, in my it's opinion, to make it to you. I mean, See, like, I like the. Because this this isn't a Boba Fett situation. Like, I'm sorry I'm talking spoilers about Star Wars Phoenix. I know you haven't seen it, but it's like <laughs> this isn't a Boba Fett situation where because everyone's like, oh yeah, Boba Fett's a bad guy. He was never a bad guy. He was just a bounty hunter, and they brought right. him back, and now he's uh, now he's a good character. And this isn't a Boba Fett situation. The machines have always been bad. It's yeah. tough to explain that, but. You have to evolve. That's the point. Don't you get it? That's the point in this okay. matrix. They also everything nerf, has to evolve. They <laughs> also nerf what's her name? The uh the oh my gosh, I can't think of her name. Um, I'm like, oh my goodness. The general the one, huh? Yes, the general Niobe. Yeah, Niobe. Yes, thank you. Niobe, yes. <laughs> They, I mean, she, like, really, like. They brought. J- it's been I'm, 60 years. The woman's it's, old. It's <laughs> 60 years. Strawberries. <laughs> See, I, I'm, I'm at, I mean, I'm at least glad they brought Jada Flinkett Smith back because they could have totally recast her. And it's like, something I noticed is she looked a lot like, like season two or season three version of Fish Mooney from Gotham. <laughs> Thank you, Phoenix. I'm so glad somebody <laughs> noticed it too. But like, here's my thing though. Like, I this movie takes place 60 years after uh revolutions, right? So what I think probably could have been done is looking in it at those those 60 years and what happened in that time. And maybe they'll go back and do that in the next movie, hopefully. But you know, just getting the story that we got right here, right now. I, I mean, come on, man. I just thought it was very creative. The different things that they added to it, some new stuff that they added to it. Like they created and expanded upon this move, this lore in this world in ways that I'm like, there's so much more material here now that we could we could keep this going, man. I I think we could keep this Morpheus going. Morpheus was a wimp. You said Morpheus was a what? A wimp. Yeah. <laughs> if, if any, if anyone was nerfed, it was definitely Morpheus. When they went deeper into the Matrix, you know what? He got the Sandman treatment. It was nothing but a, just a CGI character. Yeah. He, he got Sandman no way homed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, don't compare it to that because that was a good use of CGI. <laughs> in a, in a slightly good. much better movie, yes. Slightly. <laughs> Much better movie. <laughs> Much better movie. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, man, like I, yeah, that's one character I will say, like, uh, we, we, we probably could have did better with that one. But I, that one was not meant to be the original Morpheus. He, he's sort of like a digital copy. So I guess it kind of makes sense that he wasn't as, you know, powerful as the original. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I didn't like the bots thing. The who? The bots. The swarm? No. What? That is genius. Come stay with on. The, stay with the agents. Oh, no. The, the agents was so much cooler. Nah. The way that they, yeah. Well, I, that was, okay. I was really happy 
when Agent Smith was like, that's the difference between you and me. <laughs> I, can, I can be anyone and anyone can be you. And then right. he changes yeah. out of the barista. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> I like that. That, that's one of the reasons why I like that character now because he's unhinged. He's completely un, unattached to the Matrix. Okay, yes, but like at the same time, why is he, why did he help him? Because like if if the analyst regains control of the Matrix, then he he obviously will be reset back to, you know, factory settings, <laughs> which he does not want because he's, he's OP as hell in this new Matrix. So, OP. You know, overpowered. He's overpowered. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> no, I know what OP is, but you're calling him OP. He's of course, of course, he's OP. Like, dude, dude, I smack his boba drink out of his hand. <laughs> he, he, no, yeah, he'd smack his boba drink out, and then he'd cry and tweet about it. <laughs> oh he'd my god! This he'd, get his, he'd get his father to sue me because he's not. <laughs> OP. My father will hear about this. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, hey, listen, you, <laughs> Phoenix, <laughs> Phoenix, Phoenix, edit out what I'm about to say, <laughs> please. Oh my god! This white cis male just smacked the drink out of my hand. My vomit is all over the floor. <laughs> Oh god. <laughs> oh god. Oh snap. Oh that's ridiculous. <laughs> Holy <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> the whole time, and then he's like, don't do that. And then he gets another boba latte. And then the whole movie is just him and Neo going back and forth. Neo's trying to smack it out of his hand. He's like throwing in the air and everything. Oh no! Leave my Bobo agent. And it would still, it's and like, it would have still hey, been guys, better than this have, movie. You have to smack the, or you have to take this bowl from my hand. So it's like you have to smack the Bobo from my hand. Oh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh man. I forgot what we were talking about. So anyway. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Oh, my God. I, I, anyway, you leave, <laughs> you leave my Bobo Agent Smith alone. Anyway. Bobo Agent Smith. I love it. I love him. He's great. Uh, <laughs> so getting back to Trinity, that's like, because uh, you said that like half the story becomes about Trinity once, you know what I'm saying? Once Neo's rescued, it all becomes a, a rescue mission for Trinity. And, and like, yeah, but the reason for that is because like what they've done now in, in the mythology is that Neo, Neo being the one, and actually when you look back at the other films, this, this becomes very, very true 
that he is stronger when Trinity is near. So like that, that aspect of making the one actually be them together, because that, listen, Lana Wachowski made this movie sort of as a tribute to her parents, her parents who had recently passed and they were together for years. And so the idea is that, I know that people don't like the whole love overcomes everything type, type of storylines, but like that is, that is what the one is, you know, finding that one person in your life who you want to be with together, you know, forever type of thing. And that sort of power that that has, that, that's what the one is. So like, while and, and it makes more sense too, when you think about how people have built up the whole, the one in, in both the matrix lore and in like outside of it, you know, where, where you know, to people who've been fans of the movies, you know, so the idea we switched that on its head, like the one is actually this this love between these two people. I like again, you can you can hate it or love it, but I I just thought it was brilliant. I just thought it was a brilliant way of of telling that story. See, the way I see this is, I didn't like. I I mean, cool. Love conquers everything. It ended with them. Just quickly messing with the art. Uh, I forgot his name. The architect, whatever the, the the analyst. Analyst, yes. They mess with him, and they're like, "Oh, let's let him live." Wee, and it just ends. <laughs> you could have done so much more. Yeah, I would have. It's like it, the last half hour, forty-five minutes, with like something to do with that instead of trying to get her out. To be honest. Yep, I completely agree. Because like. Mean- the possibilities are still there. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't don't they don't give us a fifth film. We don't we yes, do not need no, a fifth you film. You give us a fifth film. No. Yes, you, you give us a fifth and a sixth. Yes. Yes. See, this is what I was meaning by it. It's, it's just like this huge cash grab kind of deal. Like <laughs> it's just like, oh, we're just gonna keep making more movies so that like I mean, I I don't know. I they could have done a lot more with this movie. Like they could have just rescued Trinity in the beginning. The whole movie could have just been about them, like finally getting closure on destroying whatever happened after they died the first time. Mm-hmm. Like, but instead, we're making this some sob story about rescuing Trinity. <laughs> yep. You know. You know what? What, piss, <coughs> what aggravates me is like. This isn't even related to the, the details of the movie. Remember when we before COVID happened, this was supposed to release with John Wick 4, same day? Yeah. I wish it still did, because I would have watched Matrix 4 first and then watched a banger movie right after that. <laughs> containing or you Keanu Reeves. John, John Wick 4 and then watch this after. Oh, that would have been a that, that would have been like home, and then you could have gone home and played Cyberpunk. <laughs> <laughs> With Johnny Silverhand, <laughs> had even even better storyline than it, the Matrix. I disagree. Like you, Cyberpunk. Guys... So it's how much of a mess Cyberpunk is. It right. does have a better story. That if you want to talk about, if you want to talk about sentient beings going through things and realizing that they're actually not real and living life among like other programs and all that, Detroit become human. Much better story than this. Ooh. I thought you were about to say Eternals. <laughs> like, no. That sounded just like Eternals. But uh, look, I I I just I 
vehemently disagree with you guys. <laughs> like, and I think I think a part of it is for a lot of people. I don't like you guys don't sound like, you know, you were like heavily into the matrix, like when it came out or anything like that. But I feel like there's this like severe attachment to what came before in the matrix. And that there's, because this movie sort of feels not similar to those that it, 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 it fails or somehow, or it's just not as strong or, or whatever. I, I disagree. I love the fact that this movie sort of stands on its own and creates its own world in the world of the Matrix. And that's why I say do two more. Like, because I think this movie could, I think this franchise could go on. I just think there's so much more potential here. Like, you know, no one asked for six Terminator movies, but we got them. <laughs> right unfortunately like, anything after t2 just dropped off i i don't care we got it. so i want six matrix movies <laughs> like like i didn't ask for pirates of the caribbean on stranger tides but we got it like, none of us did and it sucked <laughs> exactly i don't care i want more matrix <laughs> even, even if, if it bad. sucks even if it's bad especially if Lana Wachowski comes back to direct more. I, I definitely want more Matrix. <laughs> I wish you were this enthusiastic about Harry Potter. Oh, except that it sucked. Anyway. <laughs> so, final ratings. Zach, what are you giving Matrix Resurrections? I gave it three stars. It's a good movie. It has a lot of potential. It's not a great movie. Okay, I'll live with it. Brandon, what about you? I, I'm gonna have to go with a two and a half. I you suck, buddy. You suck. No, <laughs> man, I, I don't. There's just something about this film that, like, I, I I just didn't connect with it. I didn't click with it. I wanted to start off great, fell right off of after, uh, fell immediately off after that. So it's, it's a two and a half for me. Unbelievable. <laughs> I am of course going four stars, the highest of anyone on here. This was the this was amazing. I, I really dug Matrix Resurrections. Like I said, second best Matrix movie behind the original Matrix. Uh, it, it, it was awesome. It was awesome. It did so many different things and it lived up to its potential. Can't wait for them to do more. You, you heard it here. <laughs> Film Code endorses Matrix Five and six. <laughs> Film code does not endorse five and six. In my honest opinion, reviews endorses five and six. There we go. All right. So we got two and a half stars. Boo. Uh, three, <laughs> three stars from Zach and four stars from me, Matrix Resurrections. If you have a chance, go out, check it out, and let us know what you guys think. All right. So let's move on to what's good. What's good? What's good? What's good? watching have watched seen over the years that has been good that you would like to recommend brandon what do you got i'll be honest um i've just been since december 13th i've watched every single spider-man film and then watched no way home like five times <laughs> and then um life's just been busy i've been playing miles morales and uh because 
gratefully, uh, Zach let me borrow his PlayStation 5, so I've been playing Miles Morales and playing the crap out of Guardians of the Galaxy right now. So um, I haven't really been able to watch anything, but I did get around to watching Red Rocket that just hit digital. Um, it's a conflicted film for me. I, I liked it, but also hated it. Because, like, I, I, I don't know what A24's fantasy is with just, like, <laughs> making weird sex movies. Because that's what this was. It was a weird sex movie. Uh, especially because Simon Rex's character is chasing after a 17-year-old trying to get her to do porn when she turns 18 within, like, th- a couple weeks. It was just a very weird movie. It made no sense. And just like uh, this isn't even what's good for me. It's just a what did I watch? Because I I gave I gave Red Rocket two and a half. Like it's worth a watch for sure. But man, I just I did not click with it at all. And they're not clicking with stuff. But okay, Red Rocket, Zach, what you got? So um, I also have been busy and stuff like that recently with. Cause I just got back from a New York trip after that I had a church conference and I've been working all week, catching up on some stuff. Um, so I haven't had too much time. Um, so I'm just going to refer back to an older film. I watched as like a child. Um, have you guys ever seen the movie <laughs> Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? Have you guys seen that? <laughs> I mean, it's a classic. Um, I think I'll probably rewatch it and soon. Cause you guys both know I hate musicals. I do remember as a child, I love that movie. Um, I'm going to be rewatching it here soon, see if I still love it or if I hate it now. So, um, yeah, go check out Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. It's about a flying car. So, yeah. I've not seen that movie, but I've heard of it. So, yeah, yeah. definitely worth checking out. Um, I am going to recommend a movie uh, <laughs> that's uh, Many people may argue is not worth seeing, but I dug it and I thought it was it was a a pretty surprising film this year, and that is uh, American Underdog, the uh, Kurt Warner story. Uh, went and saw this in theaters. Um, it's the story of Kurt Warner and how he went from undrafted QB to the NFL, uh, actually to the AFL, then the UEFL, then the NFL. Um, great story very uh inspiring uplifting it is a christian-based film so there's that uh element to it but other than that it's worth checking out i think zachary levi and anna paquin really strong actors so you know they save it from being sort of sentimental um but it is a it, it is a great uh film if you like football if you like inspirational stories check out american underdog uh, and that's it. That's going to be what's good from all of us here at Film Code, American Underdog, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, and Red Rocket if you're into weird sex stuff. Okay. <laughs> so, guys, I, 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 real quick. Red Rocket. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> I'll, I'll, yeah, I don't know if I'd watch a movie titled that. <laughs> it, if you don't know good. what that means, look it up. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> That is uh wait 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 Hang incredibly on. I accurate. Have to say something. Only huh. look that up if you're 18 or older. <laughs> <laughs> if you are any younger than 18, please please do not look that up. 18 or older to look you can look it up. I'm not endorsing anyone younger than that. 
that word up. So it's gonna be a blast. All right. <laughs> we are moving on to film code, guys. film code ever this week so remind everyone what your code word was and all of your clues please yes so the code word is money uh this movie was released between 2010 and 2020 the lead actor is featuring an actor from kingsman and an actor from the divergent series and the director received an honorable mention at the sundance film festival in the late 90s all right (laughs) Brandon. <laughs> Hold on, I'm pulling up pull the movie title again. Hold on. I need to find it again. I lost it. All right. Um, I am going to go have to go with 2010's Robin Hood because he steals from the rich, gives to the poor. Uh, it contains Mark Strong, who plays... Um, What's his name? I am I am drawing a blank here. Merlin in uh, Kingsman. So yeah, I am gonna go with Robin Hood. All right, that's probably a good guess. Uh, <laughs> uh, it took me forever to find a movie that I thought would fit for this. This one was uh, not a, 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 an easy one to find. Um. But I went with 20, I believe it was 2018, maybe 2017. I'm not sure. Um, okay. Uh, m- movies called The Billionaire Boys Club. Uh, billionaire, obviously money. Uh, stars both Taron Edgerton and Ansel e- Elgort. Uh, Taron Edgerton, obviously, was the lead in, in Kingsman. Ansel Elgort is in the Divergent series. Um uh, the director, I have no idea who the director is. <laughs> uh, James Cox, I don't know if he was ever nominated for anything at Sundance, probably not, but that's the best I got. So, Billionaire Boys Club is my answer. Well, Phoenix, your answer would be correct. It oh, is damn it. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I was, I'm actually surprised you got that one. So, kind of. <laughs> I was really trying to throw you off. No, that's a great guess. Yeah, that's exactly what the movie is. Wow. Yeah, I, I just saw a fun fact about the director from something because I wanted to throw in something about him. Yeah, he did receive an honorable mention at the Sundance Film Festival in the late 90s. So. Look at that. Look at that. Last minute yeah. research can work. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I literally looked that up while we was talking about Matrix. <laughs> That's impressive. Spent an hour looking at my answer yesterday. <laughs> now you know what that means, guys. That means we gotta uh, watch it now. Yeah, you gotta you gotta watch it, check it out. It does not have great scores. So <laughs> looking forward to that. But also yeah. I'm in the lead, baby. It's a knockoff Wolf of Wall Street. Yes. But I just wanted to see if I could uh, throw you guys off. So Way to go. Yeah. Nice, nice job. That was a good one. That was a good one. That was hard. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we are going to go ahead and get on up, up out of here, guys. Uh, 
Zach, let everybody know where they can find you, sir. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Zach Sneeds, or you can find me on Letterboxd at Z Sneaks. All right, Brandon, where can everybody find you, sir? You guys can find me on Letterboxd at F-A-N-T-A-S-M-I-C Ears. Go check me out over there. Go check me out. Go check out what I've watched and stuff. So, yeah, thank you guys again for listening. All right, guys. And my name is Phoenix Cloud, and you can find me on Twitter at IMHOReviews1. That's the number one. And on Letterboxd under P-A Clouden. And please follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at FilmCodePod. We will see you guys next week. We're out of here. Peace.